My mama was raised in the era when clean water was only served to the fairer skin. Doing clothes, you would have thought I had help, but they wasn't satisfied unless I picked the cotton myself. You see, it's broke, nigga, race him. That's that don't touch anything in the stove. And it's rich, nigga, race him. That's that come in, please. And I know what you're thinking. Carmen, I thought you hated Kanye West. What the fuck are you doing? Well, listen, 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 listen. In this week's bonus episode of the Shades of Grey podcast, I felt like I needed some help. I needed some understanding because maybe, just maybe, I'm missing some things. Maybe I'm just not fully understanding what Kanye is attempting to do, right? So what I've done is I've brought some special guests. I brought my brother, my older brother, my best friend, Brian, about my little big sister, Jade, and we're just gonna get straight into it. So. I think I want them to give some small introductions of themselves, and then I think we can just get right into it. So, Brian, what do you have to say to the people? How do you want to be known? Uh, I just want to be known as a man. That's all I am, is a man. I'm a man, a father, a leader, a trendsetter, a motherfucking soldier, you know what I'm saying? Shit, that's all a nigga need to know about me, you know what I'm saying? That's it. And Jade? Anybody that knows me just knows me. I want to be me. That's all. And if you know me, you know what that means. So we're good. We're good. And she got hit us. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm really, what the brass tacks of the matter is what you have in front of you right now, my few listeners, is a room full of individuals who are very comfortable with themselves, who have great opinions, and are unwavering in those opinions. But whenever given new information about a topic, we are also very receptive. You see what I'm saying? So this is really a come-to-Jesus moment for myself. Because like I say, everyone knows that I have been fuck Kanye for about a year. For about a year, I've really been like, you can just... Just miss me with all of it. You know what I'm saying? But as we all know, Kanye went to go see the dumpster, right? He went to go see the dumpster, and we were all up at arms. Here he comes with this MAGA hat again, like, the fuck is going on, right? We're feeling some type of way. But when Kanye got there, he asked for some phenomenal things. He asked for prison reform. He asked for um, educational programs. He asked for jobs to be brought back to the United States, more specifically to Chicago. He wanted to stop, stop and frisk. And he wanted to free Larry Hoover. Now, let's pump the brakes for 35 seconds. I did not know who Larry Hoover was. But Brian, can you give us a brief, you know, history lesson on Larry Hoover? Oh, most definitely. Uh, Most definitely. So I would like to say, um, first of all, as far as that matter is concerned, um, I don't, I don't even have the words um, to be able to know how to introduce um, a man such as Larry Hoover, but all I can say is um, with all, all honor um, and, and all respect to Larry Hoover, the um, founder of the, um, who were known as um, the Gangster Disciples of Chicago, you know, with some uh, maybe familiar with today as growth and development as well, but he, he is the start of the um, Gangster Disciples of Chicago. Cool, He's cool, been incarcerated cool. Um, for, for a, a, a significant amount of time. He's doing life. Okay, okay. And, and just a little bit of background 
Um, I know some of you know that, you know, I was born and raised in Shreveport, Louisiana, but my family and I spent damn near 15 years in Chicago at one point in time. So the city has really become like a part of us just as much as our home state has become a part of us in molding and shaping how we view the world. Um, so I think that Kanye kind of hits home for us in a way as well, because Chicago really be, it, it became an extension of us. You yes. know what I'm saying? And so thank you for letting me know who Larry Hoover was because I, I sure didn't know, y'all. I yeah, sure I didn't know. Either. If Ron wasn't <laughs> here, I would not know who that was. But you are the only reason I know who that is, bro. Oh, man. But oh, do, we, do we know why he was doing life, though? Um, because I know what I'm speaking about and, and the, the people that um, believe in these ways of life and these ideologies, I wouldn't even attempt to speak about what went on with his case about any any, any I, I, i'm not going to speak on anything concerning larry hoover the gangster disciples of chicago that i don't know about because i'm a, I'm a grown man and, and, and a soldier that understand what i'm dealing with unlike a lot of people um so i would never want to say anything that could be misconstrued that would you know put me or the people that i love in harm's way i can feel that so how do we feel about Kanye should I start about how I'm just feeling really confused with Kanye maybe this is the unicorn that I'm not meant to understand you know what I'm saying I just feel like hopefully there's a method to the madness but I'm I'm not seeing it because I think to myself what you've asked for and what you've requested they're not bad things. They're what most of us want to see for our country and for our society, and more specifically for Chicago, because I feel like, you know, the city has been under this crazy microscope for years and years and years. Whenever they want to speak about gun violence, Chicago is the default. Whenever they want to speak about a crappy educational system, Chicago is the default. You know what I'm saying? So what he's asking for is not the issue. My issue is who he's having the conversations with. Right. That's where I'm having the issue, because I'm like, Donald Trump is a known narcissist. He's a known sociopath. He's a known like he is clearly not firing on all cylinders. So what makes him feel so confident that his message is getting through? Or maybe he's not planning for the message to get through. Maybe just the exposure or I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Well, let me try to shed some light on it, you know, uh, from my perspective. So the first thing that I want to say, Kanye doesn't have anything more to gain because I believe that he's attained the accolades that he wants with all of the uh, with all of his endeavors being music, fashion, and not to say that he's not um doesn't want to continue to progress and to do better and better and better but he's not a person that needed this to make a name for himself that needed this to make more money for himself um i believe that everything that he says is in, is sincere and that it's coming from a sincere place and that he really cares about his people and to me he's really cared about the people from the beginning all the way up until now and it's not his fault if people haven't been deep enough down the rabbit hole to understand where he's coming from. Okay. Maybe I'm not deep enough down the rabbit hole. See, there, there are certain sides of life, certain people that you will never meet, certain circles that you will never be in until you reach 
certain levels of life. And I hate to put it like this, but, you know, this is how I live my life, you know, and, and, and my perspective. A hundred dollar nigga ain't going to understand how a million dollar nigga is moving. He, he, he just not going to understand. Right, it. right. He, he, he hasn't because the, the, the hundred dollars doesn't take you to the same place and put you around the same people as the million. So people have no idea or obviously, you know, some some do that there are places in America that you can go and do illegal things out in the open as long as you have enough money and nobody's going to say anything. Well, we all know that the judicial system is a pay-for-play type situation. Right. Money money gets you off, not necessarily whether you're innocent. You, you, you see? Yeah. So I believe that Kanye has been around certain people in certain places to I, see a deeper part right, he's of had, the rabbit hole. He's had access to the 1%, right? Would you say he's had access to the 1%? Yes. Okay. And regardless of what anybody says about him speaking, okay, regardless of how anyone feels about Trump, mm -hmm. Trump is still the man at the head right, of the table that is the most powerful country in the world. Yeah. And regardless of how people feel about Trump, Kanye has managed to do whatever he's done to be able to have a seat at the table with the most powerful man in the world to even have that conversation. So what I continue to say to people is, you can be mad while you give your opinion to your family and your friends and Facebook, but Kanye is, at the, is in a seat at the table, the most powerful table in the world giving right. his opinion right he, to be Trump, he Trump. has the president's ear right and what more do blacks expect from a black man than to say give our children jobs so they can stop killing each other please will you please bring some factories back so that when we graduate from high school we'll have somewhere to work and we won't have to get in the gang and sell drugs please I think bring... people are unaware of all of that because even before we started this, I had no idea that Kanye said those certain things in this meeting. People are looking at the picture as like Kanye's talking to Trump. Trump is some racist, evil man. And they're looking at it like that. They're not looking at what was really talked about, what was really brought to the table. Because like I said, even for myself, I did not know that Kanye was bringing these I didn't know either, table. Jay. So I was, I was one I of those that, people. Yes, I don't like that it's to Trump, but Trump is the president, so we can't be mad at that. None of us like Trump, you know, but, yeah. you know, you just have to go with that. He's Ugh. the president. He's the head, like you said. So I think people just need to do their research, do their homework, and not just go off of what they see on Facebook or whatever. Just get over the fact that it's Trump. Trump is the president. But Facebook so is the news. Facebook is what people oh, are yeah, looking at. Right, no, huh? no one's looking at Facebook CNN or MSNBC. Right. stop listening to Facebook. <laughs> stop reading Facebook. <laughs> Yeah. Again, for some people, that's they all they do read, do though, their Jay. Research and become more aware of what's really going on. So yeah, that's how I feel about. I it. agree. And we 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 live here. This this is what I can't understand about so many people, not just blacks in America. People continue to talk about the issues going on in the country as if we don't live here, as if as if we're they, not in it. If, yeah, as as if we're not in it at the moment, and we're all talking about it from this. You know, this this bird's eye view, this bird's eye view type of um, perspective, which um, makes no sense to me. So a black man in America has the right to say, make America great again when we can remember having jobs. Yeah. When people can remember, um, you know, working 40 hours a week and being able to hold an entire family down, you know, 
But now that that's gone away. So now ain't nobody bought a house since Big Mama and the whole three, <laughs> four, five generations of people living all in Big Mama house because ain't nobody been able to make enough money or be stable enough since since Big Mama stopped working. And you mad at my guy for saying make America great again? All we want GM to do is come back. We want railroad jobs too. We smart enough to work those jobs. Yeah. I agree. Prison reform as well. The governments and the states are going to have to regulate these things because most people don't know that our prison system right now is becoming more privatized. So Absolutely. now when the feds and the state give up control of the prisons and give more of it to the private people, the 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 the, the regulations in, in federal and state facilities that make them humane do not have to be adhered to mm. in a private prison. As long as they feed you, clothe you, and house you, they can keep you in a cage that's small enough for a dog to move around in as long as you can fit in it if that's what they want you to do because you're a commodity in a private prison that's there simply right. to generate income. Right. So now he's also, see, like I tell people, know about what you're talking about, right? So along in with the, with the prison reform, the same people lobbying for the privatized prisons are the same ones that are making the um, longer sentences for more petty crimes right. because they're going to send you there for more slave labor. Right. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because Kanye wanted to abolish the 13th Amendment and everyone got all up in arms and saying, well, the 13th Amendment is what freed the slaves. But if you'd read... Y'all know how I feel about reading. Reading is fundamental, <laughs> goddammit. If, if it was nothing that my mama let me do, it was read a book. Do you hear me? The 13th Amendment did not abolish slavery. The 13th Amendment renamed it. It basically made slavery legal under prison. As long as you are a prisoner of the state or a prisoner of the country, you are a slave. I mean, this also speaks to why the majority of our prison system are black and brown right. people. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because, you know, why do you think we have the difference between white collar crime and blue collar crime? If they're, you know, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Because they mm. not, they not sending Mark to fucking Angola. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mark wouldn't last a day in Angola. Okay. Mm. And if we want to, if we really want to talk about Angola, Angola is a big-ass plantation. These men are down there picking cotton. Do y'all hear Literally. what I am saying to you? There was a documentary on Netflix. I hope it's still on there, but it's called 13th. And I believe it was produced by Ava DuVernay, if I'm not mistaken. Listen, y'all, it brought me to tears because people don't understand, like, this, these are one of the reasons why I want to become a lawyer because I feel like someone's got to be the voice for the poor and disenfranchised because our legal system pillages the poor and disenfranchised. You see what I'm saying? Like a lot of these states are doing away with cash bails and all of these different things. They want to keep us locked up forever because it's cheaper to pay somebody three cents a fucking hour than it would be to pay someone in a factory a, a decent livable wage. I mean, Amazon, it took it took so much scrutiny and like for that company to come under so much fire for him to waste the the wage to like either 15 or 17 dollars because before that he was working in people like fucking dogs for like 7 or 8 dollars an hour. 
people were literally leaving the job from like PTSD of having to be at a certain place at a certain time and, and standing on their feet. And, you know, I love Amazon. We all love Amazon. I get my shit in a day and a half. You know what I'm saying? But to think about the, the, what, goes what goes on on the other side of that wall that I'm not seeing, bruh. We want to talk about the, the, um, the working conditions for people in other countries. Let's talk about the working conditions for the people who are here. Everybody, what, what do people say all the time when you need a job? Go to the Tim service. You can get you a factory job. Yeah, you can. But they're going to work you like a motherfucking a dog in there. Yeah. And then send you back home to start all over again and figure out what it is you're going to do. You see what I'm saying? So as it, as it, as it relates, you know, um, to Kanye, um, to Kanye again, I am a man that feels that Kanye did not have to speak up about any of he this. He didn't. And contrary to popular belief, I don't know what makes anyone think that that man is broke and that he's struggling for money, especially, especially, okay, uh, let's go with that crazy theory. If you guys want to do that, this man is married to Kim Kardashian, the Kardashian family. Hey, you guys, this is some old money that we're talking about. They might look young, but it's some old money. <laughs> you, you understand? Yeah. I'm so proud of him for being courageous enough to say things knowing that he was going to be misunderstood. But this has been the most disgusting part about it that I want to speak out about. And I want to be clear about this. T.I. T.I. Snoop Dogg. Any of y'all sucker ass niggas. Yeah, that's what I said and that's how I feel. I ain't scared of none of y'all. You know what I'm saying? They made y'all guns. You know what I'm saying? Shit, they made mine too. You know what I'm saying? Shit, that way. You know what I'm saying? But y'all continue to teach the children to shoot guns, sell dope, fuck with whores, not put family first. You tell all of the rest of the black children to do the opposite of what y'all niggas know y'all doing at home with y'all family. You understand? You keep making music that's killing our people. Kanye go to the president and ask him for something trying to trying to say to people. When he say make America great again and slavery is a choice, y'all the slaves that he talking about. Mm. Because you're choosing to tell our children to choose a life of crime that's going to enslave them. So what the fuck you talking about? Tell the kids the truth about the consequences of the shit. Everything that gonna happen to them if they do what y'all niggas say in your music. Right. But when Kanye speak his mind about he feels sincerely on the inside of him, you call him a coon, you call him a sellout. You know how many of my friends dead behind listening to you niggas? You a sellout. But you not standing right there with us when we got to bury our friends and family and Kanye can't speak. Right. Y'all niggas some suckers. And I mean, just to speak on that point, I mean, you know, they may get caught up in whatever it is they doing, but they have the money for the legal team to get them out of the shit. Hmm. The, 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 kid, the kids that, hmm. that, that you're peddling your message hmm. to, um, they don't have those funds. Their families have to figure out what the fuck they gonna do to scrape the money together to, to post bail. Otherwise, they're sitting in jail. See, look. And, and, and Kanye said, make America great again. He ain't never got to get up and act like he was our motherfucking representative. You understand what I'm saying? T.I., you not the representative of black people. He, Snoop Dogg, <laughs> you not the representative of black people. They sure feel like it, though. <laughs> Snoop, you was on death row, man. You know what I'm saying? You you was around, you know what I'm saying, when Tupac got smoked. That was supposed to be your brother. You couldn't stand with one man. 
know what I'm saying? Well. Your well. best friend was with you, <laughs> Tip. Your best friend was with you, Tip. You know what I'm saying? Shit, when, when, when that incident went down at the club that everybody know about it, you know what I'm saying? I ain't speaking on, I ain't speaking on, like I say, gangster shit, I understand. I ain't speaking on nothing that I wasn't there to see and that I wasn't there to witness. But what I'm saying is all of us, black people and so-called street dudes, we done all lost too much, man. Yeah. We done all lost too much. But y'all keep perpetuating it. But you mad at yay? I'm going to be proud of Ye for at least trying to do something different because we dying out here. We dying out here. And all that shit y'all talking about on the radio and on the um, internet, man, it's not saving us. And like I said, people need to do their research and realize what's really going on. That's yeah. All. That's it. That's all. Like, yeah. I mean, so how do you feel, Jay? Because you're kind of in like a, a different generation. So like my brother is nine years older than me and my sister is six years younger than me. Six years, five years. Five years, yeah, something like that. Five, five and six half. years, Let's yeah. Five and a half, sure. <laughs> five and a half years younger than me. So it's like we all grew up very differently. So we have like different perspectives on different things. So, Jade, like your age bracket, like how are they really feeling, you know, about Kanye? Because I feel like my brother's age group, they can see through it better than maybe my I generation. I feel like my can. age group really does. They don't look deep into things. They don't look deep into things. They don't honestly have a real perspective or opinion about it. They go by word of mouth. They you hate them because they hate them. You you hate them just because you heard oh, so something you, or did they something. They kind of go like, with the flow. Exactly. They move, go with they the move flow. With they, the don't, crowd. they don't want to. Yeah, they're they're followers. Nobody's really a leader anymore. So the leaders are gonna stand separate. They're gonna be against them. So right. that's just how it goes with my generation is going. So do we feel like, do we feel like it's... They log on Facebook to figure out what's going on. Like you said, Snapchat, the Daily Mail. That's what y'all think. Yeah. That's the news nowadays. That I know so, y'all check that app. That's so unfortunate. <laughs> yep. So how do that's we feel about the people who Social say media. that they don't have an opinion one way or the other? How do we feel, feel about like those people? It doesn't directly affect them, I guess, is when you have no opinion at all. But does it, but does it directly affect us? say yes maybe it's babe they they feel like they don't have an opinion because it's not their mother brother sister sitting in jail so they don't care until it's one of them sitting in jail then maybe that'll right. make them care right maybe i don't make them care let your right. mama get locked up let your pops get locked up because we big have brother no, gone no sense then maybe that'll make them step up say that again Brian. motivation what do you say we have we have no sense of community exactly, exactly. so so do we feel like that died with big mama our sense of community maybe died, with, died big with big mama it died with our mamas. Mm. It didn't die with big mama. It died with our mamas. Okay. When our mothers and fathers that had less made the most important thing, giving us everything that they never had. And that became the focus. Mm. Instead of instilling all of those same values that big mama had instilled in mama, mama forgot to do that because she was too busy buying you shit. Oh. She was too busy buying you J's. That she never had. She mm. was too busy buying you Jabo jeans that she never had. Mm. See, she mm -hmm. was too busy letting you play violin when she couldn't. She was too busy signing you up for ballet when she couldn't. And then all of a sudden it wasn't so important to go to church every Sunday. Mm. It wasn't so important for you to know the Bible and have a relationship with God and Christ, knowing that that was the only way that you could do it was through scripture when family and Sunday dinner was the most important thing. Right. You see, that's what happened. That's what happened. And now we are totally fucked up because 
we have no value if we don't have any money. Mm. And we will do anything but to get that money. But the money's not real, people. It's the not, money's not real. <laughs> see, when you live a life where you are constantly deprived of things. Yeah. Oftentimes, basic necessities, it changes the mental and spiritual makeup of a person. Mm. A person that's been able to eat food and drink water and have shelter every day of their life on a consistent basis doesn't understand a person that has been the opposite, that essentially turns into a person that only knows survival. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that I have to do to gain those things, see, they're not function, functioning in the same mind and in the same spirit. Yeah. But, you know, our, our society, the things that we believe in, created. So right now, our children feel so empty without things because this is how we made it, mm -hmm. that they'll kill each other for it. Yeah. They'll kill each other for it because we respect all the things now that are not to be respected. Mm -hmm. Right. The girls want to be strippers. They like go Bro. to go to school, go to, go do what? All the all, all the young men want to be dope boys. Everybody wants to sell drugs. Yeah. Everybody that ain't selling them, using the people that selling them on them. Everybody high, and yeah. that's and that's how they want it. That's how they want it. Yeah. And they're using music and movies to help us kill ourselves, and we falling right, right into in it. Right into the trap right into it okay so now i kind of have like these you know conflicting feelings right because you know i like to think of myself as a very you know studious person you know i love you know reading and learning new things and and being well versed in many things you know uh, um a jane of all trades master of none if you will right but damn i love a little trap music every now and then too so it's like i'm constantly <laughs> like fighting between this really some bullshit. Yeah, hey, I rock with that old Yato. But I can't <laughs> but I can't stop, you know, doing a little shoulder bounce at the same time. But I think maybe the difference with me is that I can take it or leave it. And some people can't evolve from it. You know what I'm saying? Because I I found myself y'all know how I used to love love and hip hop. I can't even tolerate the shit no more. Okay. Black Ink Crew, like all of my trash reality TV that I used to love to rush home after work to watch and decompress with, bro, I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. So maybe that's just the evolution of me. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like for us as a people, it can be really sad. And, and you know, me and Brian have talked about this before. Like sometimes you don't realize how privileged you are. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like growing up, I didn't know that a lot of my friends couldn't do extracurricular activities. Right. Like, not just the extracurricular that the school did, but, like, some side shit some that extra, my mom, you know, like, some okay. extra extracurricular. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, you know, I tell this joke all the time. I didn't know that Hooked on Phonics was something that you weren't supposed to talk about. You see what I'm saying? Like, people at my school be like, bitch, like, what you want hooked on phonics for? You can't read. And I'm like, well, it's quite the contrary. Right, exactly. Mm. I can read very well. Mm. I can read very well, actually. Yes. <laughs> you see what exactly. I'm saying? Like, that's part of the reason why. Um, you you popping shit, but you asking me to slide my test to the left so you can see it. You see what I'm saying? So I, I just think that, 
like Brian mentioned, maybe we're just valuing different things. You know what I'm saying? And and that's really unfortunate to me because, you know, I feel like that even breaks us as a people because for some of us who, who or some of them who feel like because their parents could put them in the extra extracurricular or had the money to, to put them into the private schools and, and hopefully, you know, rub shoulders with the right person to get them into the right, the right colleges, I call those the prancing elites. You know, saying those 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 real snooty elitist blacks yeah, who feel yeah. like they're so much better, but I'm like, you're traveling in different circles. That's true, but you're still kind of just the nigga in the room, and I don't want you to forget that right. because when they get comfortable with you, that's when you're really gonna see how they feel about you, and then that 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 one off little side comment that you're like, you know, make your ears perk a little, they're going to become more frequent. And then what do you do? Because now you didn't told the rest of your family that they ain't shit because they didn't go to college. Or you told the rest of your friends that they ain't shit because they went to an HBCU instead of a PWI. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So what do you do when you've put yourself out on that ledge all by yourself without your tribe behind you? But see, the thing is, this, 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 bourgeoisie that's what i'd like to use it this this black bourgeoisie that you're speaking of they are no longer out there by themselves there's a whole lot of them out there to where most of them think that they've reached their goal because they've almost reached like 100 percent assimilation which in my experience mm -hmm. is the average black person's goal is to become white i know that's highly debatable but from that's unfortunate. From the time, <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm to I'm break it down for you. Yeah. I'm going to break it down for you, okay? This is, I'm talking about my opinion based on my perspective um, and what, I, what I've seen in my personal experience, okay? Every, almost everyone, I'm going to say eight out of ten people that I've encountered, the goal is to live where they live. Right. To eat what they eat. To do what they do. To drive what they drive, to wear what they wear, to go where they go, because we never felt comfortable with us mm. the way that other cultures of people feel comfortable with themselves, mm. which is why you don't see Japanese kids out here doing the things that our children are doing. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're with other Japanese children with other Japanese adults still doing things that pertain to their culture. Right. And what they believe in from their people, their country. Right. right. We don't have that. Mm. Exactly. So, blacks are the only group of people here lost in the sauce. Mm. That Over already. A couple days, I've been told I talk white by like three different people. Because I articulate. And I'm like, what is the definition Bruh. of talking white? Just because I speak proper, like it's, it's but not I, white. But CJ, so why does that have to be white? You know, it's I'm black. But and I I'm, reject I'm proper. So I I even reject talking proper. This is how you speak. Right. This is how I. This speak. is how you pronounce the word. It's not ambulance. Goddamn it! The I correct way. Bro, I so can't stand why it. Why does it have to be white just because it's it's correct? That that's not right to me. Maybe so. no one cared about you enough to correct the fact that you were saying a word incorrectly. 
Right, exactly. But my person, but I my personality right. type is not gonna let you to. My personality type is not gonna allow you to make yourself look crazy in mixed spaces. Right. But the people and you're not around make you me feel bad for that. The people around you have to have the capacity to correct you. Mm-hmm. That's true as well. Knowledge With and ignorance are both generational. All of our habits, both good and bad, are passed down from generation to generation to generation. So right. chances are, chances are, whatever wasn't important to mama is not going to be important to child. Hey. Whatever's not important to mama is not important to child. And so many mothers now, the most important thing is making sure that their child is lit. That's Bro. what I see every day. I just wish that, <laughs> let me tread lightly because I'm not a parent. So let me tread lightly because I'm not a parent. And Bro. I am, so I'm going to say what I want to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit I wish that some some of these parents would put as much effort as they do into back-to-school clothes as they do into back-to-school supplies. Because I get so frustrated when I see all these kids lined up for the school drives in brand-new shoes and mm. brand-new clothes and freaking, oh, he need, you know, he wanted this special. I mean, I mean, I, you can get your kid a special backpack. They all, you know, whatever. That's a splurge, right? But just like the basic necessities, you shouldn't be in line every freaking school year for school supplies. Like, bro. I don't know. Brian, I know at least for me, moms would pay the little extra money so that my school supplies was sitting on my desk on the first day of school. <laughs> she paid for the little package or whatever. They wrapped it up in saran wrap and everything. That's it had right. my name on it when I got there. Boom. Trapper keepers, paper, all that jazz. And see what I'm talking about, the, 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 the values that continue to erode. See, y'all got a real one on the mic right now, right? And what I mean by that is all excuses are going to go out the window. We keep making excuses mm -hmm. and rationalizing things away. And we're not making each other um, be accountable for the things that we don't do for our children and for each other. For example, I don't want to hear anything about what somebody can't afford when you smoke cigarettes, mm. when you smoke weed, when you drink alcohol, when you trick with bitches. When you run around and do all kinds of other stuff, and if you wanted your child to have their school supplies, especially since they out of school for three months, if you bought one item every day that they was out of school and care enough to spend on your child the amount you spend on a, on a pack of Swissers, they'll have too much shit. Hey. Preach. They'll have too much shit. Mm -hmm. But you see, other men ain't holding other men accountable, and other women aren't holding other women accountable. So now the responsible parent got to go out and buy enough supplies to make sure three or four kids have their shit, which is a burden on me because now I got to buy three or four times more shit to make up for the three or four of y'all motherfucking parents that won't make sure that y'all kids got the shit. So now they got to, they done went from individual school supply list to now everything got to be community. Right. Is that fair? Fuck no. Is that fair? <laughs> no. So, so I need to get her own crayons. Right. <laughs> so community school supplies is the same goddamn thing as welfare. Hey. <laughs> Did you hear what because, I just said? Yeah, I agree 100%. Community school supplies is the same thing as welfare. It ain't white folks that's mad at people, black people, about being on welfare. It's black people that's also mad about people being on welfare if they don't have to be on it because it fucks us all. Hey. It fucks us all. I ain't never met a group of people that claim to hate a motherfucker so much and want to be dependent on them so much. How the fuck do you hate a person? I hate the white man. Fuck the white man. And the white man and the white man. He the reason. He the reason. He the reason. But you gonna sit up and wait for him to feed you? 
what your kids going to have or not have. You going to wait on him to set a standard for you in your house and tell you where to live. Hey. Are you waiting on his voucher to tell you where to go? Hey. Then you want me to respect you. Did you hear that Fuck story? Off. Did you hear that story on the news in New York? Um, I guess a housing project in New York was so freaking infested with rats. Hmm. A little a little girl got actually got bit by one of them, Jade. And I told you I didn't want to go to New York, bro. We just talked about this. And because <laughs> and, and because the housing project was so infested, Con Ed couldn't get to the basements to read the meters. So they put like this weird charge on everyone's bill. So since they couldn't read the meter, they're guesstimating what everyone's bill is. So now you have people who are living in subsidized housing who are most likely on fixed incomes. And now you've probably quadrupled their bills because you couldn't get down there. They to read the meters because of the rats because of the rat infestation the the why the, do those people want to live there oh my god well i mean but okay yeah i mean i, I guess they, they, I, that's may, ridiculous let, let's, so let, let, let's be optimistic let's say that let's say 20 percent of them are there to tie them over like maybe they hit a rough patch they're here they just need something to hold them over till you know they've been on a job okay, for yeah, six eight months and now there. they can because okay. we in new york now so we know we know shit's expensive as fuck out there, right? right. So maybe they just here for six or eight months to just okay. get their bearings, stack their bread, and then they can move into, it's probably a shitty apartment, but it ain't the projects, right? And then you just have some people who are just victims of circumstance or just don't have it in them to 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 do more, so they're settling. And they've just settled for however long they've been there. It may be generations of families who've been living in these these projects. So maybe that's home. Yeah. Like that's truly home. Brian, you may remember in New Orleans when we were living there a few years ago when they were tearing down some of those um mm-hmm. some of those projects and there was a um a woman on the news and she said, I can't believe they doing this. This been my house for thirty years. And I thought to myself, you've been living in the projects for 30 years. And don't nobody see nothing wrong with that. That's a problem. That is a problem. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm like, but, and so in my brain, because I'm very, you know, I can be a jerk. I'm like, but it was never yours. It's always been theirs. You done painted the walls, whatever you want to paint them. They come in there and fix it whenever they feel like it, I suppose. You've seen people come and go so that maybe that makes you feel like you're a staple in the neighborhood. But it's never belonged to you. It's never belonged to you. You know, I just, that that really bums me out. That that our thinking, you know, based on whatever circumstance can just be reduced and reduced and reduced Mm -hmm. and reduced to where you really feel like this little space that they've assigned to you is actually yours. It's because of weakness. It's because of weakness. I know that everyone in America or whoever hears this is going to hate me by the end of this, but I don't care because I feel like I'm saying the things that need to be said. Our our grandmothers and great-grandmothers and great-great-grandmothers had had way more fortitude with way less resources and accomplished so much more. Okay. And accomplished so much more. We got all of these. We keep begging and begging and begging, and we got more money than they could have thought of. Hey. We can't get anything done. And all we do is keep talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. And the real reason is because you don't want to say the shit that's going to piss him off because you know you still want some shit off his table. Mm. Keep it real. Keep it real. 
Y'all niggas acting like y'all mad at Kanye and all this other type of shit because y'all know y'all better get up and protect these people that's cutting these checks. Because okay. these checks mean more to you than your people. These checks, this money that these people is giving y'all mean more to you than anything. Tell the truth. To a lot of y'all, it mean more to you than your own children. Your own children. Tell the truth. This but, money got y'all head turned into mush. But the truth is scary for some people. You know, yeah, Brian. Nobody we, wants to accept the truth. Yeah, I mean, Brian, we've had the we've had the conversation. Red pill or the blue pill, right? Mm. For Definitely. for some people, they they chose the red pill because they want to know. No matter how scary, how ugly, how fucked up it is, they'd rather know so that they're prepared, and they'd rather know so that they can't be sidetracked by you know the illusions of the world right but you know for other people you know ignorance is bliss it's just too much to just it's too much to fathom to really know what the fuck's going on so let me just focus on the bullshit around me right yes let me just focus on these new jays that's dropping let me just focus on getting his bins let me just focus on you know being able to go to roof's chris and trick you know what i'm saying like yes for some people, that's that's what they want. And then for other people, they just want more. But if you're that, that small piece of society that wants more, now you're the fucking weirdo. Or now you think you're better than everybody. Or now, you know, you become a pariah to them. But you're a pariah to me because you out here still doing stupid shit. Exactly. That's right. Because somebody has to tell the truth. Because if you a human being, unless you're broken inside or unless you're broken in your mind and you have no heart... How can you not feel when you keep seeing people's children die? Hey. When you keep seeing people's children, our sons, man, our nephews, they dying every day over bullshit, over nothing. And y'all refuse to tell the truth, man. Our Wrong sisters man, are man. getting, getting caught in the crosshair. Crash dummy missions, man. Yeah. Y'all got these little kids believing all the wrong things. Y'all sending them to hit they hit y'all licks and do they work, man. While y'all lay back. While y'all lay back and get the money, man. Come on, man. Tell the truth, man. Yeah. All this shit we respect, man. It's not to be respected. Killing people, fighting all the time, stabbing and shooting. Though it goes on, we know it's been going on and it's probably going to go on. But it's because we allow it. Right. We know what them gangs in Chicago started for. The same thing them gangs in California started for protection from these white people tell the truth protection from these white people but we let them corrupt us we learned all that gangster shit from them and it's time to put that shit down man yeah before we all be dead that's what they want see they want y'all to think kanye is crazy because you lost man listening to other lost niggas it's the blind leading the blind out here man y'all better wake up and smell the coffee and shit yeah i agree for real I agree. To say after that one. The casket <laughs> is real. Yeah. The is. penitentiary is real. That's where the fuck black and brown people going. Right. That's where our kids going. They not coming out of Harvard. You see what I'm saying? Then y'all call motherfucker bougie. You you gotta separate your kids and your wife and your family from what y'all gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker come outside in Chicago, an apartment that he pay rent for. Work hard every day. Come outside and it's, it's 10 gangbanging ass niggas sitting on your car. You know what I'm saying? That you don't even know. Nigga ain't no hoe. Nigga ain't no punk. 
But damn, just to go to work, you got to go outside and make a life and death decision about asking one of these niggas to move off your car so you can go to work. If you ain't living like that, shut the fuck up. Because see, people is living hostage like that in Chicago. Right. You feel me? But they it, damn near living hostage like they here in Dallas. You know, you got people trying to check you at the motherfucking door as to whether or not this your house or not. Right. Hey, it's real. But y'all don't want to accept that you still slaves and that you still in captivity. You're not free, man. You just got liberties. Hey. You can go to work. Say that again. Shit. You can go to school. You're not free. You have liberties. And there's a big difference. A child living in his parents' house is not free to do whatever he pleases, but right. he has the liberty to go anywhere that his parents allow. Those are the liberties that he's been given right. by his parents. And this is what blacks have to understand because can't they keep showing y'all that anytime you're anywhere but school or work, if anytime you're out at your leisure, you run the risk of getting fucked up for nothing. If you're at a pool party, they might grab your little girl and throw her down on the ground. The police might, like they did in McKinney, Texas. Right. In their own neighborhood. Everybody astounded. You see what I'm saying? Hey. Don't y'all see y'all money not protecting y'all? Fuck no, it ain't. It's not protecting you. Nope. But we have, but listen, up? but we also have, see, people don't want to listen. Because people think I'm an asshole because I don't celebrate the 4th of July. But I say in 1776, my peoples was still in chains. So this kind of doesn't yeah, pertain to me. <laughs> and, you know, the Constitution at the time that it was written, we were still three-fifths of a fucking human. So, like, none of this really pertains to me. You know, like, this legal system, even though I want to try to help where I can, it was not built for us. Because we were never included in the process, right? But along the lines, things had to happen and we were giving liberties yeah you see what i'm saying so the 13th amendment is essentially a liberty right as long as you're not in jail uh-huh you kind of okay out here in these right. streets kind of not really but kind of do a couple things you do you, you, you're doing better than these niggas who locked up in here but uh-huh. you know just just tread lightly how right. about that all of the liberties <laughs> And all of the liberties that we give you, the benefits are still going to all trickle back to us. Right. Because when we give you the liberty to go shop, when we give you the liberty to go eat, when we give you the liberty to seek higher education or private education, all all of the money comes back to us. And when we allow you into our institutions, you better behave properly or you're going to run into some more trouble. Niggas stay your ass in line. That's pretty much what it is. Niggas stay your ass in line. And you uppity niggas went and got some education and made some money until you get your ass whooped. <laughs> now it's Black Lives Matter. <laughs> you see? Or until your son is walking with his friends. Yeah. In the neighborhood that you thought you were immune to it. Right. And they throw his ass on the car and put him in some. Now it's Black Lives Matter. You see what I mean? Fuck, fuck y'all talking about, man. Yeah. You with them as long as they ain't doing shit to you and your family. Right. Because we have no sense of community. Exactly. Like we'll rally behind some bullshit, though. I'm going to keep Nobody saying Nobody cares what affects them directly. Then maybe that'll make them step up. Right. You want everybody to stop everything when your child gets shot. Right. But you when it was Ray Ray down the block. Exactly. You didn't care about Ray Ray. That's mm-hmm. their family and that's their problem. Right. Now, you can look. 
and have a conversation with you and your messy ass homegirl right. about every nigga you seen come in and out of somebody's house. But our mentality in our community, unlike any other, unlike any other culture, and I've lived all over, we're the only people who prey on one another and then threaten each other again and say, after I do this to one of my brothers and sisters, you better not say shit or I'm going to kill you. What the fuck? What the fuck? Our sisters, our daughters, and our mothers is walking around our own streets and our own cities and you bitch-ass niggas is raping them. Talking about y'all some real niggas. Molesting them and shit. And then bitch ass nigga talking about don't snitch. You a nigga need to snitch. That's the best thing for you. Make it to the penitentiary. Cause when real men start standing up and you put our hands and fuck with our women, we gonna smoke your ass. That's what we gonna have to get back to. That's what gangs was about. Protection. Right. And, Protection. And, and I'm glad that you mentioned that. Do you remember the story of when... Um, y'all going to have to delete my whole interview. I'm sorry I fucked up y'all podcast tonight. <laughs> well, I hope I didn't. Y'all going to have to... I don't no. know. Get y'all shit no, no, up. no. I feel like no, I don't I'm have saying. enough to say. Just this count is, me out, man. This is y'all fine. This is me. fine. But do you remember that instance where it was, a, <laughs> it was a beauty supply store and he called one of the women a nigga? And so they rallied and said, we need to boycott this beauty supply store, put them out of business. And so what the beauty supply store did was they made everything 50% off. And when I tell you the line was wrapped around the fucking building, I said to myself, this is why nobody takes us fucking seriously. Because we can't stand behind anything. And And I have to wonder what the people, how the people felt who tried to organize the boycott. How did they feel? Like, what was the disappointment in them to see their people still just flock to a sale, even after, even after this person blatantly disrespected the money? We bringing the money into your shop, and you gonna, you see what I'm saying? So I I, apologize. I I apologize for answering your question with the question. We we on truth, right? Yeah. We on truth. Yeah. With everything we know. Why should anyone respect us? I guess they shouldn't. When they see you on TV every night, night after night, shooting each other down in the street like motherfucking dogs. More of a percentage huh? needs to do that. Yeah. You feel me? When they see you on the TV talking about your savages and shit, face fulls of goddamn tattoos and shit, nigga doing children. Our, our, our people doing everything we can to look as crazy as we can yeah. at all motherfucking times. You know what I'm saying? Then expect to be treated like an angel or something. Yeah. You know, you got to carry yourself the way you expect to be treated, man. You know, you start how you finish and finish how you start. But if you try to act like you got some sense, then people think you bougie. Well, see, them the ones, you know, <laughs> see, we, see, we got to start. Just that's what I'm saying with this yeah, accountability. <laughs> yeah. Accountability. We got to start pulling each other coat. Right. I know when I was growing up, you know, what they like to call OGs. Fuck all of that. No, no OGs. Men. Men yeah. pulled my coat when I was growing up. And women pulled my coat. Like, you know, um, you know, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. I know you probably didn't mean no harm, but that's not, you know, basically that's not a good look. Right. And enough of us are not pulling our children and our young people to the side. Like, baby, that's not a good look. That's because everybody wants to be everybody's friend. 
And every time you tell, don't nobody, don't say nothing to my baby. Don't say nothing. You need somebody to say, see, no sense of community. I'll beat his ass if you won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you would have known while you was at work, yeah. while I see your son every day because we got opposite shifts and I see what your son be doing and I seen when he was falling in with the wrong crowd with that gang while you was just trying to take care of him. But you didn't want me to say nothing to him, remember? Hey. You didn't want me to say nothing to him. You didn't want me to say, hey, Ricky, I know your um, I know your mama is not home, and you out there, I think you need to um, get in the house because I know she she like you to be in the house, and you need to. Right. But nah, you don't want nobody to tell him nothing. So instead of being Ricky in the house, he Ricky off boys in the hood getting shot in the motherfucking back. Hey. See? Raise your children. But Raise that your would children. require so much work, and nobody wants to like do the work. Wolves and shit. I don't know. I don't know. It and, uh, just it just bums me out. Yeah, and OG niggas like me, I'm telling you right now, I hope y'all laugh at me, but I'm serious as a heart attack. OG niggas like me, we scared of these little niggas. Not scared in the sense of being scared like a hoe, but scared in the sense where shit, we all got stripes. We ain't been to the pen, done time, shit. We, we grown, raising families and got wives and kids and shit. We see these little niggas, we going the other way. Because we ain't got time to go be doing... Hey, man, we in our 30s and shit. Ain't nobody going to go do no 5 and 10 and 15 years and shit. We got kids and now and shit. Right. Fuck all that. Right. Raise your children, man. Oh, y'all talking about the OGs need to talk to these little niggas. Hey, these old little niggas ain't... Fuck these little niggas. <laughs> these little niggas better stay out of... Out of real niggas. Fuck yeah. But see, the thing <laughs> is, you see... But they water, they water down. The young generation, they water down. Mm-hmm. So what I'm telling you... You know what I'm saying? The listening, the audience, and the people right here. When I say I'm tried and true, I'm speaking from experience, man. This ain't no shit I'm talking about. Yeah. You feel me? I done been in motherfucking um, county facilities, goddamn um, federal facility, military facility, however the fuck I done been in them all. And all these tough-ass niggas being that motherfucker looking like they about to kill their motherfucking self. Hey. Because it's all fun and games to you. Like, shit. really get yeah, locked don't, up. Really don't get me wrong. Exactly. <laughs> don't get me wrong. really close. And don't You're get like, me oh. wrong. I'm not saying all, because it's a large percentage that's down by law, and they, they know what the yeah. fuck they doing. They, they on they, And see, I can respect that. Yeah. Even though I don't choose it, it might be immoral and all of that, but I got to respect any person that you know can stand on their motherfucking square and take the good with the bad. Absolutely. But I I'm agree saying, with you. That's not really that's not really what it is, because there's no fucking code. There, there never has been a code. All of that shit is, is an illusion. So let me give you another way. Let me give your young generation an actual um, compliment, even though this is fucked up, okay? <laughs> these millennials, these millennial savages, that's what I'll call them. <laughs> Damn. The millennial <laughs> savages yeah. are so fucking smart that they're like, code, G-code, what the fuck is that? I can get out here do whatever the fuck I want, run amok, cause all this motherfucking mayhem, and I know I'm going to snitch from the beginning. Oh, damn. Why would I go to jail at all when I can just tell on this nigga? Oh, my God. <laughs> you see? And it's like they play this shit like it's a, like it's a game. That you can hit reset on. 
Yes. Oh my God. Yes. You know any of these millennials, Savage? Jay, you the millennial. Look, I have nothing to do with what's <laughs> on. <with what's>, um, <laughs> I don't hang with thugs. Um. <laughs> hey, man, look, man. You know the whole game didn't change. And I'm glad we could laugh and kind of bring some humor to some yeah. dark shit. But you know shit done really changed. It has. When it has. killing ass niggas start naming themselves after basketball players. <laughs> Wait, what? Hold, Hold on. on. What part of the hey, game is this? Y'all, 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 y'all. I need See, an example. Hold nigga, on. Nigga don't know. They don't. They don't know the real Chirac. You, you understand? Who what I'm naming saying? they selves out of basketball players? When niggas start naming they selves D Rose, <laughs> Rondo number nine, and they talking about we finna no, shit. You laughing, bitch? I'm serious. It's a heart oh, attack. No. And when a nigga say we riding around and we finna scope, that mean you feel me? Or, oh my you god! Know, nigga riding around talking about oh I got him and his man. That's an and one. Niggas is, nigga, see? Oh, God. Nigga done translated this shit into some old other shit. Like, yo, yo, we lost. That's so crazy. We lost. Did you notice, Jay? I'm dead, yeah. We lost. <laughs> oh, no. I was on the internet the other day just surfing a nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's shit. how you know he old, he old he said, y'all. He said surfing. surfing. <laughs> He's a I'm browsing. <laughs> We don't, we don't give a damn about that shit. <laughs> but, but you know, you know, so um I'm scrolling or doing whatever the fuck they want me to say. You know what I'm saying, shit. And I see a rapper, young dude, talking all this savage shit, dope dealer shit, you know, the same shit all these niggas is on the internet doing. But you know what the most fucked up thing about it was? His mom's was in the video with him what? talking about, yeah, my son really is with the shit. What? A lot of y'all niggas be out here talking that shit and whoop de woo woo woo, but my son, he done been through it. He really own it. He a really type of general type of shit. Play with him. Play with him. You understand what I'm saying? What the fuck? Do you know? I just. Are they dating? I, like, why is she amping I, him up like that? I got off the internet at that point because when I say, when a mother can stand beside her child and perpetuate that shit. Because that money, hey, that money, see, that money the is the evil. most important thing to you motherfuckers. And that's why I stay away from them all. I don't want no friends. I don't want no nothing. Yeah. Because people ain't loyal. All they do is act a motherfucking fool. And fucking with you. Anyway, that's, that's, that's some whole other shit. But the money, the money, it got everybody blinded. People yeah. is deciding whether they going to be your friend. People choosing their husband or their wife or blah, blah, blah. Fuck character. I'm trying to get to a bag. I'm chasing a bag. I'm trying to get a check. Motherfucker still broke. <laughs> because, and, and I digress, but I just want to make this point, you know, and I just want to hear what my sisters have to say. I keep trying to tell my people, one day you're going to humble, you have to humble yourself enough to accept the fact that as far as the crabs in the bucket, y'all fell for that. We crabs in a barrel shit. Okay? And if we are crabs in a barrel, I want y'all to understand that master decide which one he picks out. Mm. None of you niggas ain't special. Mm. Jay-Z, you not special. Beyonce, you not special. You feel me? Yeah, you not special. None of y'all niggas that got money, whoever the fuck you are, Will Smith, you not special. Y'all the motherfuckers they chose. Because it's still as many people out here with just as much, if not more, talent than the people that I named, why didn't they make it? Why didn't all the rest of the drug dealers make it like Jay-Z? Hey. Why didn't all the rest of the big gangsters and shit? 
That's what they say. They got proof of it. I mean, jigger that nigga gangster and shit. And they make sure that every crab that they picked has done some illegal shit to get to where they are first so the rest of us can get caught in the trap. Mm. That's the only Jay-Z that was going to make it. That's the only Jay-Z that they're ever going to create. Y'all think Jay-Z created him? That motherfucking white man created Jay-Z. Mm. He let him get up that far to be dealing with those people in those upper echelons. If that was the case, why every other motherfucking drug dealer ain't been able to make himself a Jay-Z? Mm. Y'all don't get it. You feel me? Yeah. Why you think Master P ain't making music no more? Because he ain't hot? Nah, because that was a motherfucking black-owned business. Universal came along and helped cash money get started to make sure that they drove Master P out of business because he was the only Besides Jay Prince at Rap-A-Lot that owned 85% of everything and he was paying them 15%. Mm. What's the difference between high, like Chuck D said, like Chuck D said, what's the difference between um, high and Wody in three years or three months? These niggas both from New Orleans talking about the same shit in the same way or whatever and now all of a sudden Masterpiece gone. Mm. Y'all keep falling for this shit. And letting them pit us against one another for fucking scraps. And they got one brother that made a million. And we got another one that been fighting for his life for 30 years. Or, or, or how, I mean, not 30 years. You got another one fighting, fighting for his life. The other brother fighting for his life in Angola, which is a motherfucking plantation. Right. You see what I'm, the extremes I'm trying to, the pictures that I'm trying to paint here. One brother that's a mogul. And oh, you're talking about um, C. Murder? C. Murder. Yeah. And with all the motherfucking money that he got, he couldn't buy that motherfucker, could he? Mm. When they just put Bill Cosby, 80-some-year-old ass, in prison, they should have told y'all, then you can't make enough money, nigga. You can't make enough money. Audience, you can't make enough money. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, you think you're going to make as much money as Bill Cosby? Wake up. Nope. What Carmen say? Nope. And all some motherfuckers had to do is come accuse him of some shit from a long time back, and he's in prison as we speak. Wake up. Yeah. They say their Harvey Weinstein's charges may be dropped. Hmm. And Bill Cosby's in prison. For some years. Three to ten. He'll probably do 18 months. If that. Mel Gibson and all the trouble he did. You got all these different other non-black, I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Non-black actors, actresses, musicians, and all these other kind of things that get into all of this trouble. But do they go to jail like T.I. go to jail? Do they go to jail like Bill Cosby go to jail? Do they go to... No, 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 well, no, Well, T.I. Uh, just be real reckless and foolish with his shit. Like, he really don't be having no choice. That's he, right. He so be real flagrant with his shit. They had to spank him. Yeah. Right? Tip, you're getting a little bit too big for your britches. Yeah. We don't want the rest <laughs> of the niggas out there to think that they can go out here and be this reckless and there be nothing for it. So right. when they see you get locked up, it's going to remind their asses. Yeah. You know? Then we'll let you go back to singing about the trap. <laughs> but right now, you got to get, sit your ass down for a little while. Oh, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Once you get to making so much money for them, they ain't going to let you fall but so far. Because okay. they got to get a return on their motherfucking investment. Y'all hear me, black people? These motherfuckers y'all look up to is puppets, man. They puppets on another motherfucking string and y'all living y'all life by the shit that they do. Right. 
You better try to live your life by what your motherfucking mama and your grandma taught you. You feel me? But then they won't have friends. Hey, man. Hey, I don't have any friends right now, and I'm doing hey. just fine. Oh, just fine. Should a friend kill your ass faster than a bullet sometime? Hey. Okay, I want to ask one more question, and then we can probably wrap this up, okay? So, I don't know if you've heard, but Rihanna's getting some backlash because she declined the NFL's offer to perform at the Super Bowl because she's decided to stand with Colin, Colin Kaepernick. And so, you know, white America is upset. Like, no one's ever rejected the Super Bowl. How could you do this? And, you know, Rihanna's just like, essentially, y'all on some bullshit. And so I'm going to stand for a cause because we all know, well, maybe some of you know, Rihanna is big, 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 big on philanthropy. You know what I'm saying? Like, she spends a, a lot more time than she used to back in her home country of Barbados, That's building right. schools and, and, you know, just helping out the girls there. And it's just really, really dope. So when, you know, they extended the invitation, she was like, I'm good, sweetness, thanks. And they just real mad about it. So what are your opinions on that? Like, how do you feel? Reverse. Go ahead, well, Jay. I, haven't, I honestly have not looked into this, and I'm a millennial, so I've only been on Facebook today. I have not. <laughs> Y'all have been at work all day. So, I first off, I heard Cardi B did the same thing. Is that true? Yay, nay. I don't know. I didn't hear about Cardi B. I heard that B. they reached out to Cardi B secondly, and she also declined. Okay. But I Like, I support it. Like, I don't think she should, but like I said, I have not read into the story. So, if you have any other... I mean, are we still boycotting the NFL? Because I feel like I am. I mean, are we still doing that? Uh, I feel like it never. <laughs> I feel like it never stopped. Okay. I feel like there never was. I, I'm I'm not a football fan. Yeah. But you know, I'm a I'm a very observant person. And every everybody in my space, and from what I've seen again, and everything is just my personal opinions based um, opinions based on my personal experience. No one, no one that I know or even associates um, with by far ever stopped watching football. They never stopped doing it. They 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 they, exactly. they never stopped. Because, again, blacks don't feel like whatever affects other blacks largely, as long as it doesn't affect them, oh, man, fuck that shit. Yeah. Very true. You know? Nothing ever changed. Hey, man, me, me not watching football is not finna get that, man. It's, it's the, here come the rationalizations. Yeah, the excuses. Yes. The same as we make in our communities. Yeah. It... it I, I don't understand it. So I asked a question earlier. I'll ask it again. Why, you know, at, at, at this juncture, I'm a, I ain't going to put it on Riri. I'll just put it on myself. I don't know if I just, these days, I don't know if I just would have been able to just jump out there and just refuse that money like that. Really? Nah. Because of the fact that my sacrifice ain't going to mean nothing to these people. Mm. The same way everybody else's sacrifice don't mean nothing to them. If Sandra Bland getting killed really meant something to y'all, something to change. Yeah. If Trayvon Martin losing his life really meant something to y'all, something to change. But everything just continues to, to go on and on and on and on and on. I and always it, tell people you have to teach people how to treat you. No one knows what's acceptable and what's not in any of your relationships. You know what I'm saying? Until you sit them down and let them know what's acceptable. Like, you're not going to run around on me. You're not going to put your hands on me. I respond best when you are X, Y, Z. Like, you have to teach and coach people how to treat you. And I feel like maybe us as a people, because we're not sure of who we are, we don't know how to tell people to treat us. 
or we don't have the confidence uh, uh, to stand behind saying, stop killing us or stop hurting us or stop belittling us. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it feels. Sometimes. But you know. we have to be fit for ourselves first. Right. This, this is this, this. That's the point that that I'm going to always push. That's that's the line that I'm always pushing. If, if, if nobody um heard or cared about anything that I said tonight, it's just about accountability with me. You can't ask other people to do things that you are not willing to do for yourself. For yourself, yeah. If you're not gonna love your own people, respect your own people, it just doesn't. It just doesn't make any logical sense mm-hmm. to me to expect for anyone to treat you differently. When people can see the things that we do to each other, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're like, hey, you know, how dare you motherfuckers block our streets, you know, when you had a, 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 gang, war, a, a gang war going on in Roseland the past three weeks and you're shooting each other over motherfucking um, dope turf. Mm-hmm. You just shot a 13-year-old boy in his motherfucking face to be able to sell some dime bags on this corner. Oh, my God. This is what... See, let me make it real for you. This is what's happening. It's a father looking for his daughter that was doing her job. A postal worker. Mm-hmm. Looking for his missing pregnant daughter right now. She was at work. Delivering the mail. Yeah. That everybody needs. Somebody then snatched her and his child is gone. Jesus West Side, Christ. Chicago. You think a motherfucking white motherfucker was driving around in the middle of West Side, Chicago and snatched her? You tell me. You ain't got to answer the question because I know the motherfucking answer. I've been out there in these streets. I know what the fuck going on. It ain't the white man up there out there snatching your motherfucking kids and raping your daughter. Them is niggas. Mm. You heard me? This is why I protect my sister. I protect my other sister. I protect my mom. People call me paranoid. I ain't paranoid. I know what the fuck y'all niggas is on. And it ain't finna be me and mine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Anything you take from over here, you gonna take it in blood. The strong way. Because I know what you niggas is on. Yeah. You don't respect, honor, cherish, or love anything. Not even yourselves. Heartless shells of men walking around. And y'all need to check yourself. And get back to protecting our women, man. Taking care of our women. Our sisters, our daughters, our mothers, our aunties. Y'all niggas some suckers these days, man. Far from gangsters, man. Far from gangsters. Gangster got beef with a nigga, he pull up on that one nigga and blast his ass. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you driving by a playground shooting for like a punk ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Shit, if you own that. Responsibility and accountability. Civilians shouldn't be affected by nothing that a criminal got going on, right? If the code exists, right? Right. Y'all niggas need to check yourself, B. So I think the brass taxes, people's out here playing. They're playing hard. They're playing gangster. They're they're um almost maybe caricatures of what they feel a gangster may be. Perfect. Cardboard ass motherfuckers. Yeah. Ooh, Bibby <laughs> said it best, didn't he little sis when he said, um, what he say? I thought you was a gangster or something till you get hit. Now you, now you on the ground saying, "Lord, why?" Oh so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> saying shit like you ain't gang, nigga. Hey man, shit. Everybody on that gangster shit to that, that shit that bully hit your motherfucking hey. ass. 
Then it's Lord, help. oh Lord, oh, why? Oh, I, oh Lord, help, oh help, shit. Help, please. <laughs> my baby, my baby, he never hurt nobody. Man, your son riding out, scoring on niggas, hunting niggas, pulling up on motherfuckers, talking about what you is, you GD or you BD, folks. Oh shit, on phone them. I'm glad you said the right thing, because I was going to murk your motherfucking ass. And oh he meant my it. God. And he meant it. <sighs> To lighten it up just a tad, did you see that video on Facebook where that boy was singing? He made a hymn out of on phone him. Oh, I did see that. <laughs> oh my god, Lord, it I was it so trash, but I, I could it. not stop laughing. <laughs> it was like McDonald's for me. You know how McDonald's yeah. be real good when you eat it, then you be like, "Why well, I eat that shit afterwards?" It was kind of like McDonald's for me. <laughs> You, yeah, I'm, I'm really gone out of here you know um, yeah. I'm, I'm really gone out of here but both of my sisters y'all know how i am man to drive my point home again yeah man, you see how sad our situation has become yeah that we even have to laugh at on phone them grave hey i'm done damn yeah. yeah i think that was a great episode i really love you all for coming out with me today and i think to wrap it up we're just gonna say Let's not be, you know, Facebook journalists. Let's really look into what Kanye is saying. I can't believe I'm saying this because for months, literally for months, I've been like, fuck Kanye. But after this conversation, after really see, thinking about the situation, you see what I'm saying? So after, you know, going deeper, I think that we have to, as a people, just take a step back, refocus, and find you know, find our inner selves, our true selves, and fall back on those morals that have been passed down from our ancestors. People don't want to think about their ancestors, but I feel like it's like it's in us to not be dirtbags, and we're just choosing to ignore some of this shit. You know what I'm saying? We're doing everything that we can to distract from who we are innately as a people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I see you, Kanye. I'm going to still do a little side eye, but I see you. I see you. And you know, with that, I think we'll wrap it up. And I will see you all on the next one. Bye. Take it easy.